Welcome to the Healthy Hormones for Women podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, online nutritionist, weight loss coach, and hormone fixer-upper. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of information and inspiration, sharing with you simple and effective strategies from health, wealth, and all things personal growth. Get ready to become the master of your hormones and experience vibrant health to live a life of more power and possibility. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are doing awesome. I have been sitting here doing some reflection. And at the time of this recording, I'm recording this before I leave for my Italy trip. And there's been this anxiety and this overwhelm that has showed up. And the reason that showed up is because, well, I'm leaving for two weeks. And so there was this feeling of, oh my God, I have to do all of the things in order to go away and fully be present and enjoy my trip. And that's not the case. It's just a story I'm telling myself. I'm going to get done what has to get done, but I'm also going to be really conscious of not overfilling my plate, which is something that I typically do. And typically I do find, and I don't know if this is the case with you guys, but I find that I will get sick just before I leave for a trip or like a sore throat or something. And that's already started to show up for me because I've just been so busy trying to fill my plate with so many things. And I'm really grateful that that sore throat showed up because it was just a reminder for me to slow down and to recognize that I'm not a brain surgeon and there are not people dying here on the table in order for me to step up and do my work. So I've just been doing some thinking and journaling and writing and I feel with September, this is a really great time to share this message because I feel September, it's like a new year. It's a new beginning for so many of us because we get back into our routine and we're back at work and kids are back in school. And there's just this lightness sometimes that I feel like the first few weeks of September get really busy, but then there's this kind of like ease and lightness that comes with being back into your schedule and being back into your routine. And many of us at this time of year are getting back on track with our health and our nutrition and diet and all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like it's this new year almost with September. And so with that sort of new year, there's always this reflection process that shows up for me. And it's showing up in a much bigger way right now just because I'm leaving my business for two weeks and I haven't done that before. And so I have some new awareness and some new awakenings and insights that I thought I would share with you guys. And perhaps you can resonate with some of this. And maybe it will also encourage you to sit down and really journal for yourself and come up with some of your own new insights about your life and your relationships and your business and family and just maybe life in general. And the important thing I think that we need to start with here is reminding yourself of the importance to acknowledge yourself, which is something I feel we don't do enough. And it's something that I'm very guilty of. And here I am thinking things aren't moving fast enough and I'm not doing more. And it's not about the doing, it's about the being. And I can't be my optimal self if all I'm doing is the doing. And so I think we really have to acknowledge ourselves for all that we do accomplish and all that we do have 
and to recognize, and this is always something I say to myself, is to really recognize that everything happens in the right time and in the right sequence. And I constantly have to remind myself of that. So wherever you are on your journey, whether it's with your business or your relationships or family or whatever it might be, maybe you're just a new entrepreneur starting out. And if that's the case, then amazing, (laughs) welcome. And it's important that you acknowledge yourself and all those small baby steps really do count. I know that we are so focused on trying to get to the top of the mountain, but we forget the importance of the steps that it takes to actually get there in the actual journey. So I'm going to share some insights and perhaps these insights may help to guide you to more power and possibility as they have with myself. And perhaps these insights will awaken something within you that will encourage you to play a bigger game, a bigger game that's full of love and success and abundance and fulfillment and satisfaction. All right, so let's dive into insight number one, and that is overwhelm, also known as my way of controlling the future. Overwhelm is really an inability to be present, and it is something I do often, something that allows me to play small to hide out in fear, and ultimately, it makes me really ineffective. So overcoming overwhelm is a work in progress, and it's not something that I've perfected, nor will I. It's really about striving to achieve excellence, not perfection. But now that I recognize why I create it in the first place, which is really fear, it's fear of stepping up and showing up fully and really speaking and saying the things that I value and that are important and showing up for my community in such a big way. Sometimes that can be really fearful and it's also very vulnerable. And so I can recognize why I create this overwhelm in the first place. And that just comes from a place of fear. But now that I can recognize that I can more easily pull myself out of it and move forward. In fact, in the past, my commitment to overwhelm was way bigger than my commitment to my vision and my future. And so just saying that alone is enough to really wake me up that I was more committed to my overwhelm than being committed to my future and my vision. That's a big wake up call for me. So my question to you is what are you committed to? Are you committed to your current circumstance right now? Or are you committed to what is possible for your future? and living and being in that possibility. Insight number two is health. So we may not have control over many things, but when it comes to our health and our body, we get to choose what food goes on our fork. And that is a huge responsibility. We get to choose how to care for our bodies, choose to eat well, to eat organic, to work out, to move our bodies, to sweat. This is a choice and I am more clear how important it is that I take care of my body and my health and my hormones and my stress and my sleep and my nutrition. It really is the foundation for everything and it just becomes more of a priority with each passing year. As my business grows and I get busier, my health needs to step up to a whole other level. Insight number three is all about integrity. So everything I say, do, and act, it all comes from a place of integrity. How I show up in my relationship, in my business, with my clients, and with myself 
all comes from integrity. It's like taking out the stinky garbage on a daily basis. There's a good chance you're not going to leave it sitting there in your kitchen for weeks and let it smell up your entire house. And this is exactly like integrity. It's cleaning up the good, the bad, and the ugly and working from a clean slate. So every single day, there are going to be things to clean up, whether it's conversations, laundry, dishes, taxes, the dirty sock drawer, playtime, slowing down, going to bed on time, self-care, working out, eating well. I think you get the idea. All of these things come from a place of integrity. So this isn't just something you physically clean up but mentally and emotionally as well, which is why right now in this space of, okay, I'm leaving for Italy in a week, I'm trying to pile all these things on my plate, I really have to show up from a place of integrity and responsibility and work on cleaning up the good and the bad and the ugly. And part of that is managing and sort of balancing things effectively. So I can't do my work effectively if I'm not in integrity with my self-care. And because I wasn't fully in integrity with my self-care, well, that sore throat started to show up. So now it turned the switch on for me to really slow down. And it was a reminder that I need to get into integrity with my self-care because my health is the foundation for everything. So again, this isn't just something you're physically cleaning up, but mentally and emotionally as well. And these need to be cleaned up constantly. I like to call it my out of integrity list. And it's actually a list that I keep on my desk. And I do this with all of my clients as well. And it's keeping this list of out of integrities. So what are the things that need to get done? And it's not just, again, the physical things. But what are the mental and emotional things that you may need to work on as well? This is really a ever-growing practice and something that you have to try to stay consistent with, hence why it's a practice. But it's important that you handle your out of integrities because as my coach always says, if you're not getting results, check your integrity. And so that is always something that I come back to in my business, in my relationships, in my life, everything. If I'm not getting the results, Where in my life am I out of integrity and do I now need to go clean this up? And sometimes it's things like, and I I will remember from this conversation I had with a client of mine, she had such a hard time sticking to her meal plan and working out and taking care of herself. She had such a hard time making herself a priority. And as we started to dive in and dig a little bit deeper, I learned that she had this room in her house where she had all these taxes and bills and like old books and clothes. Like it was basically the junk room and it was stuff that she needed to get to, but was constantly avoiding. And so that was her out of integrity, that she wasn't taking care of the bills and the taxes and cleaning up old stuff and just getting it out. And she was just keeping this junk lying around. So it wasn't until she actually took charge and got into integrity with cleaning up that space in her house that she finally had this freed up mental and emotional space to finally focus on herself. And it wasn't until then that she started to actually have results with her health and her wellness. So if you're not getting results, 
check your integrity. Okay, insight number four is all about joy and happiness. And it's not something that you wait for. There isn't an amount of money or some fancy dress or pair of shoes or the boyfriend or the job that is going to bring you the joy and the happiness. And it is something that you have access to right now in this very moment. You create it, you cultivate it, and it is a choice to experience it. Insight number five, stand for the possibility of who people can be. I've heard this before many times, especially from my clients, you know, the wife that wants to get healthy, but their husband isn't on board. And as a coach, I work with people daily who are so resistant to change, who don't want to work out, they don't want to cook healthy food, and ultimately just want to take the easy way out. So that might be like ordering fast food every night. And yes, as a coach, that's really frustrating. But I also have to stand for the possibility of who my clients can be. I know that they can be stronger. I know they can be more powerful, more confident, more loving, less fearful, and more courageous. And over time and with consistent coaching and loving and a little bit of ass kicking and some pushing and nudging, I can really start to help my clients break through these excuses and help them uncover who they really are. So, Does everybody get to this point of having more confidence and being more courageous? No, not necessarily, but it takes time. It takes commitment. It takes openness and lots of willingness and a whole lot of self-love. And most people aren't willing to give this to themselves, but I stand for them anyways. That is my responsibility as a coach. So insight number six is all about well-being. So I sacrificed my well-being in my first year of business. There were many late nights, lots of neglecting my sleep and lots of disorganization and random schedules and overworking. And ultimately, I felt like shit. I was tired and I knew that this was not how I wanted to show up for people or for myself. So can you achieve success faster by sacrificing these things? Maybe, maybe you can. I see it all the time. Actually, I see a lot of successful people who have sacrificed their marriages, their self-care, their sleep, their schedules, their relationships. But that's not what I want for myself. When I reach my million-dollar year, I want to be confident, sexy, happy, joyful, calm, fit, feminine, not the fat, frumpy, and frazzled Samantha with being divorced and friendless and unwell. That's not what I want for myself. And I don't need to sacrifice myself and all the things that matter to me in my life for my business or success, because that, of course, would then be an out of integrity. So my question to you is, where are you sacrificing yourself currently in your life? And where in your life are you pushing to get a result versus letting it flow? Pushing comes from fear and pulling, pulling it in from a place of ease and flow and grace comes more from a place of love. Insight number seven, it's never about the money. After consulting and coaching with thousands of people over the past 15 years, what I've realized is that people are more committed to their current circumstance and not their future. They don't value themselves, so they don't invest in themselves. 
when people get committed to something, they get the money. Committing to yourself means you have self-worth and that can be a very hard pill to swallow for many. And it's also a really challenging thing to even speak about this. It's hard to speak about money with a lot of people because there is a lot of self-love and self-worth wrapped up in that. And I think that a lot of people are unaware of how deep that is within them. So committing to yourself means that you really do have that deep sense of self-worth. And I see it all the time. When people are committed, they get the money, they find it, and they make it happen. Insight number eight, love or fear. We either come from love or we come from fear. And fear is tied up in your excuses about time, money, and relationships. And it's also tied up in frustration, overwhelm, lack, worry, and doubt. Love is solid. It's grounded and it's rooted. And it's full of faith in yourself, in the future, and in the universe. Fear pushes, love pulls. Fear is our default state. And it is so easy to fall back on this default state. So let's try falling forward instead, instead of falling backwards into this default state. And if we happen to fall back on that default state, then let's have a lot of faith that we are going to be able to get out of that. And faith can be really challenging for a lot of people to rely on. But I can share from my own experience, especially in my business and being an entrepreneur that, and I think I've said this before on a previous podcast where it's not about the how, and I've had to have this really deep sense of faith that things will just work out the way that they're meant to. And it's not about the how and knowing the exact steps that I'm going to take to get there. It's about my why and it's about my who and it's about the what. That is what is really important and that's what's going to drive my business. And that's what also comes from a place of love. Being so rooted in the how is really coming more from a place of fear. So something that I'm constantly reminding myself of. Insight number nine is be, do, have. So in the past, I used to think that once I had the money, the job, the success, the boyfriend, the house, whatever it was, then I could do all the things I want and then I'll be happy. And I've learned that it doesn't actually work that way. Being happy, calm, present, joyful, confident, and now in the now means I can do all the things I want and means I can also come from a truly authentic place and then I can have all of the things. So are you functioning from have, do, be versus be, do, have? If so, it's really time to step into your being and open yourself up to more power and possibility. It's the being that gives you these things, not the doing. And insight number 10 is more work, less living. So growing a business, saving money, working hard, I am all for these things. Don't get me wrong. And have there been things I've sacrificed in my life to grow my business? Yes. And there will probably continue to be sacrifices. But I will not sacrifice my body, health, relationships, time, freedom, love, and joy in order to get those results. Remember, fear pushes, love pulls. My fear told me to work more and do more 
but that did not equal more money or more results. But when I slowed down and worked less, I became more efficient with my time. I actually cultivated time for more joy, play, and fun, and the money and the results showed up. In fact, when I did that, things showed up in my life really effortlessly. And so with all of that said, and all of those 10 insights, I really want you to step more into your power and to commit to your future. Maybe you want to spend some time re-listening to this episode, writing down those questions that I asked, and spending some time journaling and really cultivating that joy and that love and that success and that abundance right now in this present moment. Don't wait for it. Don't hope for it. Think about your why and your what and your who. Don't think about all of the how and the steps that you need. Ask yourself, what does your future self look like? What do they do? How are they being? These are really important questions to ask yourself. And as I am prepping for my trip to Italy, a two-week vacation where I am going to be present and slow down and truly embody and live in joy and love, I'm not going to be overly concerned about what's happening over on my Instagram feed. Am I posting enough times a day? Or I didn't post on Facebook or I didn't get that newsletter sent out. And maybe things didn't work out perfectly with the podcast. I mean, I can't control all of these things. I've planned for them and I have really showed up in such a way in my schedule and with my time to manage all these things effectively and from a place of responsibility so that I can go away and and feel really, really good. And so I know that there's a lot of people who are listening to this who like travel a lot and perhaps you feel really overwhelmed with your schedule and you're also trying to fit in all of the things So how can you step more into being and how can you also slow down to create more results? Because doing more doesn't equal getting more results and making more money if that is a goal. So how are you being and what does your future self look like? I want you to go embody that, go be that, go do that. Start to live in your truth now so that you can empower those around you to live in their power because that's what it's really about. When we start to step more powerfully into who we are, then we can give that ability to others to do the same. So thank you everybody for tuning in. I would love to hear your insights. I would love to hear about what you're committing to for your future and come find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie and share your insights with me and spend that time for yourself doing some journaling, doing some insights into your future, into your well-being. What are some of the insights that you need to spend some time thinking about and cultivating? And more importantly, I really want you to take the time to acknowledge yourself for what you have accomplished and what you are going to accomplish. Thanks everybody for tuning in. I will chat with you guys next week.